Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and today I have another client's past life regression. I wanted to share this past life regression because uh, this client, Dulce, came in specifically with the intention to explore her migraine pain. Like, where did it come from? Can we get rid of it? Can we make it easier? How to deal with it? Because I think so many of us um, struggle with migraines. And even the women in my life who I, I don't think they struggle with migraines, or that's at least not the words they use, I know so many women who just have like daily headaches, just even if it is like a nuisance and we like, you know, neglect ourselves and say, it's not a big deal, I should move through this. And I think there can be a lot to learn from that. I think we have a lot to learn from our bodies. I don't think we're better if we're learning from our bodies or not better if we aren't learning from our bodies. I just know for me, when I can get more in alignment with kind of like the natural energetic flow within my mind, body, spirit, and understand why things might be painful or uncomfortable, it just helps me through it. Even if I can't completely eliminate something, it helps me to deal with it, like when I'm actually in it. And to think that we can like get rid of all pain in life, maybe I have a pessimistic point of view, but I don't think that that's really the goal. I don't think that is even a goal we should have. I think we can definitely feel better, feel like our best selves, feel like we're strong, feel, you know, at peace, however, whatever words you would describe that if you didn't have pain. But what I loved about this was how it was, first of all, the death scene came kind of out of nowhere. Uh, It came pretty early in this session. And what I thought was really funny listening back to it is that both Dulcie and I were laughing like at the tragedy of it but more so like the tragedy of it but how she felt so she in this past life um, the death scene came as a result of a jousting thing and just to be able to kind of hold both truths of like that death scene, like obviously the pain, the injury um, ended that life, but then to also see the beauty of everything around that pain and to use that beauty and excitement to lessen the pain or just to distract us from the pain, I think is, first of all, I think it was funny that both Dulcie and I were laughing about it. It makes me wonder, Dulcie, do you have a lot of Scorpio energy in your astrological chart or in your birth chart? And then um, just what a cool reminder. I know for me, and I don't know if it's a human thing or just people like me, but when I have a migraine, sometimes it's almost like the emotional baggage of being someone with migraines and It's like that emotional baggage can make the migraine that I experience in the present moment so much worse. And so I feel like I learned from Dulcie's past life regression. It was just a really great reminder of like, yes, we can have pain. Yes, we can take care of ourselves through that pain. We can even try to eliminate it. But when we can't, like, can we use it as a reminder for something else? Something else we can focus on, a different direction we can move in. And I think that's really, really valuable. I think our body sends us signals all the time of like what's right for us and what's not right for us. And I think migraines and headaches can certainly be be a signal as well. And sometimes we never figure it out and that's okay. My hope is in sharing this is that if you have chronic pain, maybe you could get a different perspective that would help you living life with that pain a little bit easier and... If not, I hope it's just entertaining while you listen to it. (laughs) Like every past life regression I share, I cut out the induction. So if you're brand new to past life regression and you don't know what I mean by that, I'm talking about the hypnotic induction. So as a facilitator, I have a script, 
um, a story, a journey that I say to the client. It looks a lot like guided meditation. And that usually for a past life regression can be anywhere between, for me and my clients, <laughs> to be oddly specific, like anywhere between like 18 and 23 minutes seems like the sweet spot for me. But different facilitators, different hypnotists, hypnotherapists, whatever you call yourself, might have a little bit different there. So if you want more information on like the nitty gritty, kind of the play by play, what goes on in a past life regression, make sure to check out episode three of Past Lives and the Divine. It's called Anatomy of a Past Life Regression, and you can get all that information there. As usual, when I'm editing the session, I always take out, um, of course, anything that the client wants me to take out, I take out but then I also take out a lot of long pauses. So for listening purposes, um, the long pauses just don't need to be there. So if you're a facilitator, if you're a hypnotist and you're like, wow, how do these sessions move so quick? It's because I edited them that way <laughs> and I took out a lot of airtime. And if you're the client and you're like, whoa, my session's moving so slow. You know, every session I listen to goes so fast. Just know that I took out a lot of pauses. It's totally natural. Uh, some people have more pauses than other people. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. It's just kind of how our minds work and how our mind, body, soul, intuition today is meeting that information today. So even an individual can have a different experience session to session, which I think is really cool. From a facilitator's point of view, another thing that I'll say, when a death scene kind of sneaks up on me, <laughs> like, I think this was the third, it was the third scene we experienced, the third kind of memory from that past life that we experienced, and we found ourselves in a space where, in that past life, Dulcie had experienced an injury. And sometimes in those scenes, I get a feeling like, oh, this is the end of that life. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm like really wondering, like, is this the end of that life? Are we going to be able to move on from this? And when I'm facilitating, I've gotten really good at and I've tried really hard at not making assumptions. So in a scene like that, I'll just ask the question, do you get the sense, is this where this life ends? Or do you recover from this? Or something along those lines. And I think that that is... Um, a great way to just clarify on my end. Sometimes as a facilitator, it's maybe you don't feel this way if you're a facilitator or a hypnotist, but it's like we kind of put this pressure on ourselves to like really like guide it and lead it. And I think, yes, that is our role. And there are so many bigger, you know, lessons energies at play here. So just a reminder that if you're facilitating a session like this and something is confusing, to just ask those questions. And another thing that I want to um, point out too, a little behind the scenes is like, that's also why at the end of every past life regression, I ask a question, whether it's worded exactly like this or not, I always ask the client's spirit guides, why did the client see this past life today? That takes me out of it. Like this, I am facilitating this, but like I am driving the car on the tour. <laughs> I'm not like orchestrating the lessons. I don't even know a lot of times really much about the client besides what they share in our 10 minutes of chit chat before we go into the session. So how could I know? How could I have all the answers for them? I don't. And so for me, that question of like, why did I, why did we experience this past life today is a really great way to kind of like tie a bow on it. So everybody knows, including the client, including me, because of course I'm curious, I've been here for the whole thing. Uh, why did we see this? And sometimes as the facilitator, I can make assumptions and kind of connect dots. And when I do that, it's always interesting to me because when I'm in that assumption and I ask that question, why this past life? More often than not, it's like a twist on that. It's like, well, yes, Gina, your assumption was correct and these other things. So it whether we can like make the assumption of why they saw this past life or not, I love that question at the end. A couple reminders before we get into this past life regression is if you're like, I want this, 
I want, I want to figure this out. I have headaches or I have this chronic pain. If you go to pastlivesandthedivine.com, you will get a pop-up and you can click on that. And it is an at-home past life journey. So you can enter your email address. And once you do that, you'll get an email with an audio file for a past life regression from led by me that is totally safe for you to do at home. And then you also get a PDF of like... Um, just how to do it at home, how to set up the space, things to keep in mind. So if that's interesting to you, make sure to go to pastlivesandthedivine.com, click on that at-home past life journey, and you can do that. If you listen to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have a block in my body like that, and you like can feel that block, sometimes that happens to us, like, oh, I know, like, oh yeah, I feel it, like my migraine's right here, oh, oh I feel chronic pain here, I want to get rid of that, or see if I can do an energetic release on it. And if that is something that's interesting to you, go to episode 78, it's called Release the Block. And that is a hypnotic journey, a description at the beginning, and then a hypnotic journey for you to release any block that you might feel like you have, whether it's a physical sensation in your body or like something that you feel like is like mentally holding you back, feel free to examine that and you can do that in episode 78. In the last reminder, we've opened a few more spots. We were able to get a little bit more space for our retreat in or really close to Vancouver in British Columbia. And that retreat is in June. And if going on retreat with me is something you might be interested in, check the show notes for that link and you can hopefully sign up. We got a little bit more space, room for a few more people. I record these episodes usually like a week or two in advance, at least right now, that's what I'm doing. So it might be close to being sold out. If not, I'm partnering with Kelly Smith, who is, you know, Meditation Mama podcast, Mindful in Minutes podcast, Yoga for You. She's a repeat past lives, past lives and the divine guest. So her and I are co-leading it. So if you're interested, make sure to check out the link in the show notes. Okay, are you ready? Gather around the fire for this past life regression. More clear. Taking a few moments just to observe what comes to mind, whether it's a feeling or a knowing, maybe it's a visual. But whenever you get the sense, let me know when you feel are you inside or outside? I'm outside. Yeah, good. What else are you aware of here? I was first aware of horses and like the ground was all dirt or mud. Yeah. And I knew that I was a man wearing armor. Okay. And then I was just brought to a scene where I was jousting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a feel for like the age? Are you old? Are you new? Kind of like a new adult? How does that feel? Hmm. I think, I think I'm younger and like excited. Okay, okay. So if you kind of move back to that scene where you were outside with horses wearing mm -hmm. armor, do you get a sense of what you're doing here? Like if you're coming back from a jousting or a battle or are you going somewhere? What are you doing here? I think I'm just living. Um, I don't know if I was wearing armor in this scene or if I just knew that I wore armor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So be in this scene and, and really let's ground in the scene of being outside kind of with these horses. And maybe you get a sense of the kind of 
clothing or whatever you're wearing on your feet or your legs. Do you get a sense of what you're wearing in this scene? I think either sandals or bare feet. Okay. Yeah, maybe sandals. Okay. And as you're here in this scene, do you get the sense, are you alone or are there other people around? I think there are other people around, but I'm not really paying attention to them. Okay. It's just me and at least one horse. Okay. Do you get the sense, is this your horse? I don't know. Okay. It's a horse that I have a connection with. Okay. I don't think it's my horse. Do you get a sense of what you're doing here? Are you here for that horse? Or are you doing something else? Or are you just kind of passing by? Do you get a sense of what you're doing here? I don't think I'm doing anything particular. I think I'm just noticing the horse. I think. Okay. I think that's the point of this. Okay, okay. Yeah, what do you what comes to your awareness if you focus on the horse? Mm, I like him. And I feel more connected to him than other humans. Um and I feel like he understands me more and I understand what he wants. And yeah, we just get each other. Okay. And if you can kind of just be in this space and even in this soul memory of feeling more connected to this horse than you do with humans, do you get a sense of if you have a family or if you have people who are like family or do you feel like um, when it comes to connection is this horse it how does that feel I feel like there is a woman that I'm connected with and I have parents but I don't think I live with any of them okay um, and I can't tell if I'm supposed to be with this woman, like my parents assume, expect that of me, or if I oh. actually care about her. Okay, okay. I say she's kind of distant right now in my okay. awareness. Okay, okay. So let's move to another scene in this past life. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life, just allowing the details to come in. You might be older, you might be younger. Just let me know what you're aware of here. So I'm at home with my wife and two kids. I don't know why, but I think there are carpets made of, out of animals. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Do you get a sense? Are you a lot older than you were in the previous scene? Or about the same? No, um, a little bit older. Like, okay. I'm an adult now, more mature, less like eager to get out there and I don't know, be okay. fighting things or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what else are you aware of in the scene being at home with your wife and your two kids? Uh, it's warm. I feel comfortable. Uh, there's a fire going. I think she's like knitting something or making something with her hands. The kids are like working on something, focused on something, maybe like homework or a puzzle or something like that. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm doing anything. I'm just observing them. So bring your awareness to your wife again. 
And maybe you can kind of get a sense just with the soul knowing what kind of person is your wife or what kind of energy does she give off or what kind of between you two? What do you know about her? Uh, so I recognize her as my mom now. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I feel connected to her. I care about her. There's a distance and I'm grateful to her for like being able for being able to have this kind of comfortable life. Oh, yeah. And if you were to move your move your awareness even more to your wife, do you get the sense is she an energetic person, calm, happy? Is she kind of sad? Is she quiet and hardworking? What do you know about her and the type of person she is? She seems just calm and content and yeah, just pretty chill. Um, okay, good. Yeah, very loving towards our kids. And with me, it's more of a partnership. When you think of that partnership between the two of you, is it something that you're simply content with? Do you wish it was something else? Um, does something else surprise or delight you about your partnership? What else do you know about that? I think I'm content with it because it allows me to have the freedom to, I don't know, I guess be with the horses. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So if you bring your awareness to your kids, does anything stand out about them? I really like them. Um, I think it's a boy and a girl. Okay. Um, they're maybe like, I don't know, eight and 10 or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know that we do. We spend a lot of quality time together, but I'm very fond of them. Okay. And I know they're fond of me. Yeah. I don't know. I can't feel anything other than that. Okay, good. So do you get the sense, and maybe there's nothing there, but when you, when you kind of bring your awareness to not spending a ton of quality time together, um, mm -hmm. but being fond of each other, is, is there any guilt there? Or is it just kind of matter of fact, this is okay? Do you have any feelings about not spending a lot of time together? Yeah, I think a little bit, but I'm still content with the way life is. Okay, good. Yeah. And I think they see it as normal, like that from what I'm interpreting from them. Okay, that was my next question. Good. Okay. <laughs> what else are you aware of here? Anything else come to mind? We have paintings on the wall. I assume one is of my parents or her parents. I'm not sure. Like I first got the sense that it was my parents, so I guess it's mine. I think they're still alive. Uh, I don't see them though. So okay. I think they're alive, but I haven't seen them in years. When you think of them, is it a warm feeling or is it something else? What's the relationship there? Um, it's not warm. It's not negative. It's like they raised me to be a good member of the community and like to be a good husband. And like that was their focus. Okay. To raise me to be a good person. So let's move now to another scene in this past life. And again, you might be older, you might be younger. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One, two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life and just allowing the details to come in. Just whenever you're ready, let me know what you're aware of. So I first came in with the pain 
in my head. Okay. I guess I'm on the ground. I can, yeah, I can see like a black kind of rounded thing. I'm guessing it went into my eye. Okay. Yeah. Are you but from jousting? Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what an epic injury. Yeah. <laughs> I like got really excited about it as I was entering into the scene. I don't know why. <laughs> so as this thing is going into your eye, how do you feel in that scene? Are you still excited or is there something else? Are you surprised? I think I'm not surprised. I think this is just like, this is how it goes. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't feel much other than the pain. Like I'm not bothered by, I'm not emotionally bothered or, um, yeah, I might also be in shock. So maybe that's why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So after you, after this gets in your eye, is it something that comes out or is this kind of where your soul leaves your body or do you recover from this? Well, I'm still alive right now. Okay, good. I feel like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm slowly fading away. It just takes a little while. Okay, so yeah. as you're slowly fading away, do you get the sense, are you aware that this, this is the end of your life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel? Totally okay. I'm just going to miss my kids. Okay, okay. So just allow this scene to unfold and maybe even fast forward it to the time when your soul leaves that body. And just say, okay, when your soul has left that body, but you're still kind of hanging around that scene. Yeah, like, I feel like most of my soul has left. There's just that one black circle. Like I'm clinging on to that pole in my eye, but the rest of my body is out. Okay, okay. So um, just go with me on this. <laughs> if, nothing, <laughs> yeah. no, if nothing comes, nothing comes. We'll do something else. But um, my first inclination is, can you bring your awareness to that part of your soul that's kind of stuck? Mm -hmm. If that's how you would describe it. And is there something that that part of your soul says in response to it's time to go or why haven't you left or why are you staying here? Yeah, I'm holding on to it like purposely. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, my, my bot, like the rest of me wants to go, but one part of me is like, no, 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 I'm holding on to this. Okay. So let's talk to that part of you. And, and why don't you want to let go? Um, I was having so much fun riding the horses and <laughs> like just being <laughs> with the horses. <laughs> ah, what a good reason. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, like it was just such a great time. And like the jousting and just the high adrenaline and all of it was so exciting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a pause for a second and hover over that feeling of like the excitement and whatever, whatever feeling comes in when you think of not wanting to leave, just kind of like that adrenaline, um, maybe you feel alive or electric. How would you describe how that feels in your body? Yeah, it's like a high, like my whole body is high. I'm super, yeah. super happy, just 
only focused on what I'm doing and having the time of my life. Yes. So feel that, like feel it in your mind, your body, your soul, and almost as if you were turning a volume dial, Dulcie, see if you can turn that up and make it an even bigger, stronger feeling in your body. And just holding that as I talk and just know that as you're feeling this, you're helping your brain and your body to rewire those connections. So you can feel this feeling even more in your life. Even just remembering this memory, you can feel it. And just know that that's always available to you. And so knowing that this feeling, this fun is available to you in this life as Dulcie, I'm going to ask that part of your soul to just gently let go. Because now letting go means letting go of the migraine pain and taking with you the feeling and the knowing that this feeling is available for you. Are you able to let go of that? Yeah, I can see like the place where the pull was or the hole in my head, I guess, I don't know, um, is like, getting smaller slash twisting away and I can feel the excitement all over I can feel that adrenaline rush yeah (laughs) oh good so just (laughs) feeling that and visualizing that and just let me know when that kind of hole is like twisted and and (laughs) let me know when it's like gone away Okay. Yeah, just take your time. Okay. Good. And so I want you to imagine that healing light from above coming in again through the crown of your head and imagine it going to that space that once held that pole or that injury, that hole from that pole. And imagine that healing light just even more healing whatever used to be there, just clearing anything else that might be left, filling it with a sense of excitement and knowing that you have control. You can find more things that give you that excitement now in this life. So just imagine that light filling that space, healing that space. If anything's left, that needs to be healed. And now know that this light is filling the rest of your body as it overflows from the space that once held the pole. And it fills the rest of your body with this healing, rejuvenating energy from above. Good. And so as you reflect on that past life from the vantage point of your soul, Do you get the sense, was there anything that you would have done differently? Anything you regretted in that life? No, I was so happy. Yeah, good. And when you think of that life, is there anything that stands out? Like anything that made you the most happy or anything that maybe you're the most proud of? That I just did what I wanted to do I was able to ride the horses and um and like compete and fight and uh yeah I just loved doing it all the time um but I was also so happy to have a comfortable home that I could come back to I think that gave me the security that allowed me to go out and do that oh yeah yeah what else made it a happy life or a good life 
part of me just like the ending was just I think even as it happened I was like oh man that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool that is so cool yeah <laughs> good yeah so it's just even like things that were painful or difficult like it was just so exciting yeah oh good so just reflecting back on that life and just sending love and gratitude to yourself in that past life, your wonderful, delightful, light attitude and way of being and send love and gratitude to anyone else who was in that life with you. And as we move away from those past life scenes, just taking with you the memories, the lessons, the joy, the excitement, leaving behind any pain, any suffering. And as we move now to that space of spiritual guidance, just allowing the details to come in again when I ask the questions. And my first question is for your spirit guides and your higher self. And my question is, why did Dulcie see this past life at this time? So it's hard to put into words. Like to feel the the positive side of that pain. Um like it's it's tied to something that is so me that is so like the essence of me I guess um and yeah it like it's it's feeling the pleasant side of that pain feeling what I felt when I actually experienced that pain it wasn't negative it wasn't frustration it wasn't anger it was like wow that was awesome yeah 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 that really um I think sometimes for humans it's difficult for us to kind of hold two things something that's really painful and something that's really delightful mm -hmm. it's almost like we feel like they can't exist together is that uh something that Dulcie can understand or know even more of or is there something along those lines anything else for her to know that it's not it's not just about the pain or the injury or um the pain itself it's bringing attention to what I am attracted to what I'm interested in and having my focus be that. Uh, so the pain is like a reminder to do that rather than focus on the pain, focus on the horse, so to speak. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thrill, the excitement, the yeah whatever is interesting yeah okay any other reasons why Dulcie saw this past life anything we haven't touched on yeah it's been hard to feel the gratitude for pain like I've been trying to reframe it like the pain reminds me that I need to take care of my health and blah, 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 blah. But that wasn't doing it clearly. It reminds me of what's important in life, what, what I value. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So... In this past life, what can, what can Dulcie take from this past life and apply to her life now when, if she were to have another migraine in the future? 
Um, is there any like specific steps, specific things to remember or perspective to take or something to know going forward if things are going to be different? What can she know about that? Something is off. The, the focus is off. Um, like, don't focus on what's negative about life. Focus on what brings you joy, what makes you happy, what is um, fulfilling and what feels good. In this world today, sometimes it's hard to know like what we truly want. We're told all day, every day, what we want or what we should want. And so my question for Dulcie's higher self and spirit guides is, what can she do or do more of or stop doing that would help her feel more of that thrill in life, more of that kind of adrenaline, that excitement? How can she get just more of that in her life in general? Spending time with people that I love, doing astrology, uh, hanging out with animals, just being, like reading a book or thinking or um, engaging in some spiritual activity. Okay. Uh, being in the sun or on the beach. And even at work, like paying attention to the people and, and enjoying that connection with them. When it comes to migraines, sometimes there can be, oh, I guess there can be many, many reasons why they come on. And so I guess what I'm, I'm wondering is, if Dulce, how is that directly related? How can she use more thrill, joy, delight, excitement in her life to help ease or maybe even just get rid of these migraines? How are those two related for Dulce? Because she'll want to take care of herself better. If she's thrilled with life, she'll also take care of her body. Okay. And in terms of not taking care of her body, is there something that Dulcie does or doesn't do that can trigger a migraine? Like if she can just kind of know that inside track right now, if she doesn't already or adding to something she already knows. Mm -hmm. Definitely certain foods, chocolate and coffee which are the most exciting foods. Um, it's like avoiding a certain feeling. It's hard to find a word for it. Yeah, just take your time. Like feeling dissatisfied or ungrateful for things. Like, and feeling like other people have it better or there's a better way to live life. And, and I'm not doing that right now. Like avoiding that kind of thinking. Okay. Because there's not a right way to do it. It's just following what is interesting, following your passion and it's not about uh, doing life right. So is my understanding correct in the sense of if Dulcie is feeling more thrill, excitement, delight, joy in her own life, she's going to feel just less dissatisfied or ungrateful. Or if she starts to feel that way to then intentionally move toward those thrilling activities. Is that? Yeah. The thought? Yeah. Okay. And even, and then if the pain still comes, then it's not, it's not a downward spiral. It's still like, oh, there's the pain. 
that's fine. Yes. Everything is still good. Yes. Okay. Okay. Is there a way for Dulcie to experience chocolate or coffee without going into migraine territory? In like in moderation, yes. And not during like her period or hormonal periods <laughs> of time. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, that'll get easier and easier for you, Dulcie, just every day, just to be able to understand like how much of chocolate or coffee that you can have while staying out of the migraine zone and you'll be able to just kind of continue to learn and grow with it and you'll be getting more and more satisfaction from your chocolate or coffee so maybe you won't even need as much mm-hmm. so when it comes to migraines sometimes people say there's a belief there's we saw what could be clearly past life trauma that probably influenced it um, what else whether it's past life related or related to maybe a suppressed feeling or belief. Is there any other things that migraines signal for Dulcie? The phrase, I can't do. So it's, it just like, I can't do this for some reason because of the pain, because of whatever, it's, it's a block. It's a block from being able to do certain things. Yeah, like it's an inhibitor. I don't know, but I can't think of anything that it blocks me from doing. I guess maybe when I have a migraine, it blocks me from working or from getting anything done. Um, But it also, like it feels like it separates me from is just living a normal life. So with that in mind, if Dulcie were to experience a migraine or even a light headache in the future, um, what can she do in that time when she has it? Is it something that um, sometimes we assume like, oh, I just have to push through this pain. Or sometimes we assume I got to lay down and pay attention to this pain. Is there something that really works in terms of whatever this migraine is supposed to show Dulcie in her life or in her future? What can she do to kind of like maximize the time that she has a migraine? Is it about doing whatever she wants? Um, Is a migraine a permission slip to like take the day off and go do something fun? Like what can she know about that if she were to experience that in the future? (laughs) The song, relax, take it easy, is in my head. (laughs) Oh, I think that's good. It's just chill out, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's not such a big deal. Just, yeah, take a moment, relax, and, like, it's not going to last forever. It's not the end of the world. I I can take a break and get back to doing whatever it was I was doing. Yeah. And so my next question, there may not be an answer, but when it comes to everything we experience today with that past life and everything, the answers we've gotten in the space of spiritual guidance, is there anything else that would be helpful for for Dulcie to know or understand about her history with migraines, um, her future with them, anything else that she can know, whether it's a history from this life or a past life or what else can she know about her migraines anything the cause how to deal with them how to get rid of them for good it comes from my mom's side of the family like it's down that genetic line so there's partial genetics and partially just lifestyle. Like, okay. yeah, just eating clean and healthy food, exercising enough, water, sleep, 
all those things. So they won't go away completely, but they can be minimal. So if they won't go away completely, is there, as odd as it sounds, is, is there something that Dulcie can do that would almost like make her excited when she does get a migraine? Yeah, that was the point of seeing the past life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to get excited about that life. <laughs> okay. Okay. To remember that it was awesome. Okay. Is there anything else to know? Like when it comes from Dulcie's mom's side of the family, is it strictly genetics or is it something like a thought process, a way of being? Sometimes people talk about trauma coming down the family lines. Is there any relation to anything like that? Or is it just this kind of disposition for migraine? Yeah, I think it actually just started with my mom. I don't think it went back farther. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it must be like things she's experienced passed on to me and my sister. So my final question for Dulcie's spirit guides and higher self is if there's anything else for her to know um, and this anything in her life, maybe a relationship question she forgot she had, or maybe a reminder about something else, work or family or her hobbies, anything else for her to know? She's in the right place, going the right direction. Just spend more time doing things that you appreciate and appreciate what you're doing. Uh, So know, Dulcie, that every day it'll get easier and easier for you to find more time and find more things you appreciate and more time to do those things. And you'll notice a growing appreciation just for whatever you're doing in that present moment in your life, in the future. And that'll just happen effortlessly and automatically because we can't unknow what we know. So before we move back There it is. That is our episode for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, take anything that makes your load lighter and just leave the rest. 